0: Would you like to count us down?
1: In
2: five,
1: four, three,
0: two.
2: Let's go, Steven.
0: I'm me <laughs> My dogs like it
1: or hate it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Steven. <laughs> I'm not in the best ability to sing right now.
1: Yes, they're
0: all so perfect.
1: I thought you were gonna choose that lollipop song. Was that in the movie? In <laughs> the credits. Oh.
0: I, I, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to episode 85 of Santa Mira After Dark. I'm Jeremy. I'm Stephen. And uh, what are we talking about today,
2: Stephen? The new... Um, yeah. The new horror movie, Smile.
0: Yes. Uh, directed by... Uh, Parker Finn and written by Parker Finn I guess, I guess this is his first uh, full length feature film which is uh-huh. uh, pretty impressive I guess uh, this is a remake of the short film that he did called Laura Hasn't Slept I guess um, yeah. I have not seen it, have you? No Okay. No, I um, have
2: grabbed it from
0: the internet for now Oh yeah, I do remember you telling me that it's it's just like totally gone from the internet um, yeah, because I, I was about to say that I uh, I wanted to watch it before the podcast, but I just uh, remembered, like, an hour ago that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a chance to watch it, and uh, now I'm glad that it was removed from the internet, because now I don't feel as bad.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, he said something about it was going to be on the Blu-ray when it's released.
0: Yeah, I do, I do. I do remember you uh, telling me that after the movie. Um,
2: yeah, that's okay. interesting because people on Reddit were looking for it, and then I guess he commented on the post that it's going to be on the Blu-ray.
0: Because technically, right now, I guess it's lost media.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
0: I think I sent you a link a couple years ago. I was like, I randomly got very interested in lost media. I have no idea why, but it's just like. The search for things that do exist, but like we just can't find them is very interesting to me. Um I think it was like it might have been like a Mario thing that I was extremely interested in, actually. Uh I can't remember exactly what it oh no, it wasn't Mario. It was uh SpongeBob. It was oh. it was like a day with SpongeBob or something like that. And Apparently, it was like a almost like a fan made film, (laughs) and they put it on Amazon or something, and it just like never came out. But but for years, people have been people have been interested in this uh, SpongeBob movie that doesn't exist. They had to like track down people that were apparently in it, and they were like, "Yeah, it's uh, not exactly." Uh the, the SpongeBob that you know, it's it's pretty much like rip off like like I guess they used the name SpongeBob just to get traction to this movie, which I think is illegal. Um <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: probably.
0: Yeah, I I became really really interested in Lost Media a couple years ago. I have no idea why. But
2: uh, I only found that Sesame Street one with the witch. Yeah. Yeah, that
0: was interesting, too, because I guess the, the actress who played the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz, I guess she spent years trying to, like, uh, repair her image because children grew up to be afraid of her. And then, like, when you actually see her, like, I guess she doesn't look that different from the Wicked Witch of the West.
1: Mm.
0: And... I guess she went on Sesame Street to kind of repair her image, and then that backfired because all these kids saw the Wicked Witch of the West and got terrified, and I guess it got scrubbed from the internet or from the world, I guess, for the longest time, and then eventually, it, I think this year it came out. So that's interesting too. Um, there's something like unnecessarily haunting about about lost media. I don't understand it because there's nothing really scary about it mm-hmm. it's just like
2: yeah i know what you mean
0: the fact that people can make something and then it just kind of vanishes like i guess it's like the mystery of it i guess it's what i'm interested in mm-hmm. yeah so a uh, smile stars uh sosi bacon i think it's how you say her name
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, uh, jesse t usher uh, the, our favorite Scream king himself uh kyle gowner yes and, and uh Caitlin, Caitlin Stacy, I think is how you say her name. Uh, she plays the sister of our main character. So,
1: yeah. So, I think how we're
0: gonna do these um, new release movies because um, we don't really have a, a format. So, I think in the new release we're gonna do like a spoiler-free section first, and that's gonna be like do we recommend it or not? And Uh then, like, after that, we'll kind of, uh, you know, kick off into spoilers and not not necessarily go through the plot beat by beat, because uh, that is difficult to do for a new release, but, you know, kind of talk about things that uh, would be spoiler-esque in this movie. So, uh... So yeah, first, I guess we'll start off with spoiler or with spoiler free stuff and uh recommendations so
1: um would you recommend smile definitely yeah, it's um when I saw the trailer. I was worried, I think a lot of people were
0: um, it i mean thousands of people have made this um kind of comparison that it does scream like twenty tens Blumhouse movies, uh like Truth or Dare and things like that. Um,
1: yeah.
0: especially with like the creepy smile. I, I think I don't remember Truth or Dare as much as I should, but I think it involves people smiling and then like killing themselves pretty much.
2: Um Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: Very similar to this. So, yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is either going to go one of two ways. It's going to go in the path of uh, uh, Truth or Dare, and it's going to be just like this, you know, n- not so good, uh, fun movie that is pretty much built for like a theater audience. Which, Truth or Dare, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad movie because it, it still is fun. hmm. But yeah, but it's like not necessarily good. Like it's it's not <laughs> it, it, it's not bad, but it it's pretty much for like, you know, young adults like that kind of audience just to have a fun time, pretty much.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, or it could go in the path of uh, movies like It Follows or The Ring, where there's actually like a curse. And you know, kind of have to survive it or whatever it may be. And yeah, I'm I'm glad to say that it it did go in the path of it follows where
1: uh-huh.
0: it's um, you know like it it it's almost I I don't want to say it's smart because it it is like a very basic level. I mean, I guess there's two levels to it because. The director and writer did say that the the whole smile thing is a um like it, it's a symbolism for like what we have to do in real life when things are kind of um you know falling apart and everything. Um as the, the the main not, not theme, but like um, one of the big things about the movie is trauma, which we yeah. are um you know, we're, we're kind of overdoing it in Hollywood at this point. I hope this is the last of it that elves into trauma. But like, the whole thing in the movie is that you're exposed to this like traumatizing moment and then it curses you to have to see this like smiling face. So uh-huh. it's it's similar to real life where like we um, experience these traumatizing things but then it's like we kind of have to go through life just uh, acting okay. And it has like that level where if you dig deeper into it, you can think of it that way. Then it also works on like a base level where it's like, you know, this is um, a movie about a stupid curse where you see people smiling. So I, I, I do like how it, it kind of targets both audiences where it's like, if you, if you want to dig deeper into it, like people who are into like the hereditaries and the Witch and things like that, it works for you. And then, yeah. and then it's like, if you just want to have fun of the movies and be scared, it works there, too. Um Yeah, so I, I definitely recommend it. Um Like, the fact that this is... uh what did, what did I say his name is? Parker Finn. The fact that this is his first movie, uh-huh. I'm very impressed. And we have a lot of, like, up-and-coming... Good horror directors in the world. world uh, like Barbarian I think that was a first time director um, uh, I'm drawing a blank like Ty West is not new by any means but you know, s- seemingly still has a-, a great future ahead of him um,
2: and yeah. the movies by them just happen to be like the best horror movies of the year
0: yeah uh and, and even people who you know haven't made movies this year like Ari Aster um who was uh who directed Hereditary and *Midsummer*, like he has a long career ahead of him and uh, Robert Eggers who made The Northman this year um who was doing uh I guess it got greenlit last week he's doing Nosferatu so yeah um yeah unfortunately Anya Taylor-Joy will not be a part of that film uh, but, yeah, um, he did get the green light to do Nosferatu, so I am see what do
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, speaking of Nosferatu, stay tuned for uh, for later this month, because uh, we got a list of six more horror films to go through this month after this one, so.
2: I like who that one, then they announced the movie after.
1: Yeah,
0: because
2: okay. <laughs> I texted you
0: and I was like, I, I want to watch *Nosferatu* uh, and I think I want to do it for the podcast. This is the nineteen uh, seven, seventy-seven version or whatever it was, seventy-nine. Um, yeah, and it's like two days later they just greenlit lit *Nosferatu*, and it's like mm. Bill Skarsgård will be playing
1: <laughs> the vampire, and it's like perfect casting. Well, I saw that he wasn't now. Oh, he's not. I saw on Twitter today. Oh. That's somebody else was. I can't remember his name though. Oh. Breaking news, that's uh that's that's depressing. <laughs> I know. Um
0: Yeah, so uh like, what other spoiler free stuff can we go through about uh smile? Um I guess the jump scares work very well. Mm-hmm. Um there's one jump scare. I guess we can get into it in the spoiler section, but um, it has to be like among the top jump scares of all time because I, I consider my myself a, a horror veteran. Huh. Jump scares don't really get me, but there was one in this movie that definitely really got me, and yeah, it's I I don't I don't want to spoil it now, but. Yeah, it's um, very unsettling. And even some of the, um, you know, things that aren't jump scares are pretty unsettling. Like, like they do one scene where it's like uh, the main character, Laura, is trying to go to bed. Oh, yeah. We see behind her that the, 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 the girl smiling, just watching her from the doorway. And there's like nothing Laura can do to get it to go away. She, mm-hmm. she kind of just turns away. Just goes to sleep.
2: Yeah, because there's nothing else to do.
0: And it, it reminded me of, like, when you're, like, a kid, and you think something's in the like in the room with you. uh mm-hmm. And it's like you kind of just... If I don't look at it, it's not there. It kind of reminded me of something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if that's just... Uh, Exclusive to, to my experience, huh. but yeah, it's like, you know, if I don't, uh, if I don't look at the clown in the corner of the room, it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that.
1: Um, uh-huh.
0: yeah, so, um, like I said, I, I do hope that we are at the end of the, the trauma trend that's going on in in, in horror. Uh, I think I guess it might have started with Halloween in uh, 2018. It might have been a little bit before that, but I think Halloween might have been the main thing to get that started. Um and even like hereditary kind of delved
1: into that. And, yeah, and, the witch. Um Midsummer did it. Um, yeah,
0: I, I just, I, I kind of hope we're at the end of that because I, I don't see this trend getting any better than like, like where, where it is and where it's been. Uh huh. And and even like movies like The Night House, and I, I guess The Night House would be a perfect example because doesn't her husband kill, kill himself in that movie, and she's kind of dealing with that scenario.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's like, yeah, we. Um, yeah, I remember
1: that movie a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I didn't really like that movie, but. Yeah, it's it's
0: it's like we're kind of beating the trauma thing with a dead horse, because, you know, Laura, the main character, she. Like, her, her mother kills herself. Um, spoiler alert, uh, we actually. You you know what happens if you've seen the movie. But she oh. she uh kills herself and then it's like she's dealing with the, the trauma of that and then as she's going crazy with this like smile curse that she's going through people kind of you know turn away from her and are like, No, you're just going crazy like your mother did because um, uh-huh. you're prone to mental illness and, and even her her husband is like very much uh her boyfriend or something like very dismissive of like what she's going through because it's like it's like I looked into it and I know that uh depression and whatnot is hereditary and you're just
1: doing what your mother did.
2: Yeah, I wasn't a fan of him.
1: He he goes about it the wrong way. Um,
0: yeah, because you can prepare yourself for things like that, and I I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to do, because, you know, like, if your significant other is prone to, like, you know, suicide attempts or things like that, I feel like that's a good thing to know, but I feel like he just goes about it all the wrong way, and it's to the point where he even, like, throws it in her face. Is like you're just going crazy, like your mother
1: did, and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, he was a terrible character, and should have gave the curse to him. <laughs> you know, you
0: know, I, I actually wouldn't have minded it, um, but he is kind of written out of the movie, and yeah. I kind of wish he would have got what was coming to him, uh, or what was coming to him because that. You know, there would have been a little bit of payoff, but it's almost like the script forgot about him. <laughs> um,
1: I know he
2: was messaging her on the phone, but she was ignoring him.
0: And even, like, she her, see, she deals with, um, uh, what's his name, Joel, uh, Kyle Gounder's character. Uh, like, he is the hero of the movie. Mm-hmm. And her husband, Trevor, is just written out. And her ex-boyfriend, Jewel, is just replaced with him. So.
2: Yeah, what a that's... good replacement, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, oops, um, his, the,
0: the, the career of Kyle Gowner is very underrated. Um, I'm glad that we have him and, uh, 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 what's, what's his name? The guy in barbarian. Bill Skarsgård? No. Oh, uh, well, him too, but, uh, What's his name? The guy from like Drag Me to Hell and Jeepers Creepers. His name's on the Something. tip of my his name's on the tip of my tongue. Um, regardless. Justin Long. Yeah, Justin Long. Um, yeah, like Kyle Gallner and Justin Long. People like him. It's it, it it's nice to see men in uh, horror kind of uh, getting scream queen re- re- recognition. Um, yeah. Not to take that title away from the women, but you know, getting it, it's nice to see the roles are reversed. Um We
2: need some scream Kings.
0: Yeah. Uh speaking of of uh role reversing, have you seen um New Hellraiser yet? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't I I watched it last night. I, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but there are like I was getting some gender reversal. In that movie, and, and not in a bad way at all,
1: but I mean, obviously, the female pinhead is a dead giveaway. But, um, like one thing that
0: kind of uh, that, that I noticed was instead of, um, you know, like the trend of women taking a shower naked, like in the new Hellraiser, there's a scene where a guy is taking a shower naked,
1: <laughs> and like, uh-huh.
0: you know, 10 like five, ten, twenty, forty years ago like we just got
1: we love to
2: see
0: it <laughs> we got women naked um <laughs> and now it's like you know we're kind of um being inclusive to everybody where anybody can be anybody you know
1: and you, they you, did that you, in the
2: um summer party massacre remake
1: okay I only saw that once. I
0: hardly paid attention to it cuz I just wasn't just not feeling it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great, but it was it was a movie. <laughs> yeah. It it feels like a movie. No. <laughs> oh, not that good. No. All right. Um Yeah, so would you like to jump into
0: uh the spoiler section? Mm-hmm. Right, let me uh, pull the drop
2: up that I was not prepared for. It's my um, time my time to shine.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong video that I was about to pull up. up safe, got
0: a lot to say. I have this other drop that I was that I'm saving and I don't know what to use it for, but I'm gonna play it for the first time.
1: I have no idea what I would use it for, but uh, that that guy. <laughs> what I'm talking about? That's why he's the enemy. That's why he's the goat. The goat. <laughs> All
0: right. Would you like to <laughs> start us off with spoilers? <laughs>
2: yeah, i am just let you drop like um like they did in the Lords of Salem. Yeah. The disrespect when the when the um, the Satanist was there, and then when the the priest was there, because they would just drop whenever <laughs> they said something. Yeah, when you have like religious people, you're kind of bringing, oh, no. them. or not the priest, but you know that guy with the book.
0: Yeah, well, well, not even like religious people, but professionals in general.
2: <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
0: you gotta like. Act a little
2: bit professional, but have a little bit of decorum.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I I understand. <laughs> but it's also hilarious too. Yeah, like it it, it kind of stands out because you could still act like a <clears throat> like yourself and like a moron, just <laughs> even with professionals here. But yeah, so, so you so so you said it's your time to shine. So, <laughs> what do you have for spoiler sections?
1: Well,
2: the whole movie's brilliant on being attacked. Oh. am <laughs> a- mauling on the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, the
2: whole movie is brilliant, pretty much. I think it's like not the last month, the month of September, was like really good for horror.
0: Mm-hmm. Minus uh Jeepers Creepers Reborn.
2: Oh yeah. Well I didn't see that. No, I haven't seen it either, but And
1: I'm hearing good things about Terrifier, too, so we'll see. Hopefully see that soon. Mm. But yeah, Smile, it's like, it's
2: perfect. Uh, Like I'm just going to jump right to the ending, for example.
1: Because
2: it gives you what you want, like what you want the ending to be. And then it just like rips it away. And then yeah. when we were at the movies, you could hear everybody's reaction, too. Like, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they took that perfect ending away.
0: Yeah, because I, I can't remember. Another movie recently did that. I can't remember what it was. Um, I mean, there's n- no point in uh, wasting time <laughs> figuring it out. But, yeah, an- another movie did that recently. I can't remember what it was, but it, it kind yeah. of...
2: I've seen it a couple times, but I think it was done particularly well in this one.
0: Yeah, because it's like she's in this uh, like terrible situation. I guess she goes to her uh, childhood home, kind of, um, you know... like um,
2: Comes to terms with her mom yeah. dying. I guess she could have saved her, but she didn't.
0: And I I guess her plan is... Because what the curse is, is that you have to pretty much kill yourself in front of someone else. Traumatize them. And then the curse is passed on to them. And... Mm -hmm. And I guess her plan was just to go to her childhood home, which has been abandoned. And to kind of, like, sacrifice herself to this curse. And the plan is that it would end with her. And... Yeah, it's revealed that her mom technically, I guess, did not kill herself and it was an accident. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's it's this little kid and when your mom is overdosing and it's like, you know, can you help me? I guess she kind of just froze and panicked. Yeah. And they never really say if it was intentional or not, but whether it was or not, she would have to live with the guilt of pretty much letting her mom die because she didn't do anything to help uh-huh. um, yeah so she comes to terms with that so she pretty much let her mother die and yeah the, the plan is to just go here and sacrifice herself to this you know, creature or entity or whatever it is and it would just end there but then uh-huh. uh, Joel ends up finding her here And it's like he, you know, like, Joel is her ex-boyfriend, and it's like she pictures that she sets the house on fire, kills this creature, and then goes on to start living her life with him.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she apologizes for, like, the way their relationship ends, and you're like, oh, they're about to start start anew. Yeah,
0: because Trevor, who is her uh, current boyfriend or husband or whatever... Mm -hmm. Like we said, he's a piece of garbage and, yeah, you know, does not, um, you know, pretty much throws it in her face that she might at some point be suicidal, suffer with depression. Yeah. But then it's like you get this great reveal where it's like she's living this life with Joel and then he just stops and he just smiles at her. And, mm-hmm.
2: and it's, it's like, almost like the false reality in La La Land. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, that might have been the movie I was thinking of actually. <laughs> where I think that was it, where you get the um
2: uh You get the ending you want and then it's taken away from you.
0: Yeah, the reason why I couldn't think of it is because I was trying to think of a horror of a horror movie that did it and mm-hmm. and La La Land is definitely not, <laughs> not that. Um Yeah. Yeah, that that that's what I was thinking of. Um Yeah, and it, when he just stops and he just smiles, like it's it's a great it's a great reveal and it's very unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: very well done. Um,
1: what did you think? Of you know, the movie, movie the movie okay. could have felt
2: really repetitive because mm-hmm. it's literally just like you know the thing smiling at you the whole time. You know how like with Truth or Dare, we're like, okay, they're daring. They're daring each other to do all this stuff and then it starts to get old because they're yeah. all losing the dare. And it's like, okay, we need to see somebody win the dare for a change. Yeah. And it takes a while to get to that point. Yeah. But with this movie, even though it's doing the same thing, like it even has a few fake outs too. But it doesn't feel repetitive.
0: It it does it in different ways. Like
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even the first time it does it, it's almost like that scene in the Batman where uh, the the mirror like walks away. He's in a dark room. He just walks away, and you just see the Riddler standing there in the dark. Yeah, and it's like your eyes kind of have to adjust to him being there for you to see it. Like the first time they do that, it's like th- the dark kitchen, and the the camera just like ends, and then you just see. This girl standing there in the dark, smiling. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, too. Yeah, it, it it keeps it fresh,
0: like, almost every time it does it. And even the jump scares, like, they they... I mean, they do kind of get repetitive, but it's not like it's a jump scare where it's like, you know, someone just barges in with beer. And it just means nothing like it, yeah. it is this creature that is like kind of toying with her and like maybe part of its enjoyment is that it gets off on uh, scaring somebody. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, the, the jump scares actually for the most part, they actually mean something and there is actually a threat there. And it, it's almost like the James Wan jump scares.
1: Where,
0: mm-hmm. where there's actually something very like scary and threatening there instead of just somebody walking in with beer, I think that's important.
2: <clears throat> Eddie versus Jason. <laughs> yeah, like they're looking, looking at, at you. <laughs> yeah, like
0: I like I, I I guess you could do it one, once or twice in your movie, but yeah, yeah, like there Like there was an era in horror where.
2: Half of the jump scares were false. Yeah. False scares.
0: Yeah, and it's like you're just trying to get a reaction out of your audience instead of actually trying to scare them.
2: Um, That was like the mid-2000s, I think, when that peaked.
0: Yeah, and and that's why I think jump scares that are... When something's there are more threat... Like, are, are obviously better than when something isn't there, because... Like you made the audience jump, but like, what are they afraid of now? You know what I mean, yeah, so um yeah, th- this movie obviously takes a lot of um inspiration from movies like The Ring and the Grudge um movies like that from the early two thousands, like those uh Japanese uh-huh. horror remakes um
2: and it, it does. It's it... almost Pennywise esque too.
0: Yeah, and and a lot of things about Pennywise is he is something that, you know, also gets enjoyment out of scaring people. He is hunting, so you know, it it like the jump scares make sense in the context of the story because the creature gets off on scaring you.
2: Yeah, and
0: there actually is something threatening there. I think this creature even says something like. It's almost your time. Something like that. So uh-huh. like this this creature that we don't really know, like through through that we know that it like over the course of the week or whatever, it keeps scaring you. And like then eventually it'll be time for it to, you know, take over and kill you, I guess unless you can kill yourself and pass it on.
1: Yeah. Uh, which I'm
0: actually surprised that um it took this far down the line for somebody to be like, You know no one else needs to go through this, I'll just <laughs> I'll
1: just let it kill me, and then you know keep it and not yeah. not pass it on like it it took
0: i, I think they say, 20 30, people. yeah twenty thirty people for it to <laughs> get through, <laughs> um. Yeah, and and there's this scene where there's, like, a lot of police work, which uh, reminded me of, like, The Empty Man and things like that. Almost like those, uh, like, detective thriller movies, kind of like Saw, Uh and the original Saw, and Seven, and things like that, where it's, like, you have to go through uh, the list of people who have killed themselves, and...
1: Some very unsettling footage on the on these security tapes and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. And the uh the,
0: the the pictures too, because it's like you uh a picture reminded me of the ring, speaking of, because I did say that it took it this movie takes a lot from those movies. Um like that reveal of how the person killed themselves. And they mm-hmm. they show his face, it reminded me of uh, toward the ending of the ring, when um, I forget his name, the, the guy pretty much dies in the closet or whatever. Because I guess how, you, from what I remember, how you die in that movie is you pretty much get scared to death.
1: hmm. Yeah, I don't remember just, the ring that much.
0: And your face just freezes on, like, a face of fear. So, like, you know that that reveal in this movie reminded me of The Ring. So, like like I was saying, this movie takes a lot of inspiration from those movies, but it does not get to the point where it's like a rip off. It it is more of like a a tribute or like inspiration. Yeah, if you look at some of those slashers from the eighties; you could tell they're uh, r- ripping off Halloween more than they are. um paying tribute to it. So that is um something with this movie that I appreciate that it, it walks the fine line between um
1: uh ripping off and paying tribute and it doesn't get to the point where it's ripping it off. Uh-huh. Um how do you feel about the um the creature speaking of like its true form? Yeah. I thought that was just as unsettling. Yeah, cuz those um cuz we do get hints
0: as who is it that is like keeping like a journal or something of it. I can't remember not a journal but like sketches of it. I can't remember
1: who that character is. Oh, the um the professor. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's taking these um uh, uh
0: like sketches of what the, this creature is, and I guess he actually saw its true form at some point. Uh huh. And yeah, it's like this very unsettling creature that has this like grin. So it's like I don't know. It's like
2: um. It's like this. It's almost like a generic a horror type thing where it's this creature with long black hair and like a a permanent smile. It's like out of a creepy pasta, almost.
0: Yeah, and and its
1: reveal, actually. but it's okay.
2: but it's not even generic because it's
1: it's like so different at the same time. Like the idea is generic, but yeah. it's like. I mean, I I think sure. I think we can get away with um,
0: it kind of approaching uh, creepypasta territory and like the um. The uh the territory of like the ring. Movies like that, like I think it can get away with things like that because, it uh it it's been so long since we've had movies like that. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's almost like um. Like movies like Terrifier, like if they don't necessarily do it in Terrifier, but if they wanted to, they could do it similar to an 80s slasher and do all those homages and tributes to it. Because because it's been so long since we had something like that. And I mean, this movie does a lot to keep it fresh too. Mm -hmm. And, And so does Terrifier. So. But like, since it's been so long since we've had movies like that, I think it 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 it's beneficial to um, be able to pay tribute and rip off things like that. So I don't mind the creature looking like a creepy pasta or anything like that. No, um, me neither. And that could come from like nostalgia being, um, I guess, a a a drug is what people call it, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where it. Like the term nostalgia glasses, it covers up like anything wrong with it. Um, movies like Halloween twenty eighteen, like since it's been so long since Michael Myers has been like that, you watch like you originally watched the movie with nostalgia glasses, yeah, and it, and it does kind of cover up some of the flaws upon the the first viewing. Um, so that that might be here too, where it's like you know, you see the this movie paying tribute to The Ring and The Grudge and even, like, creepypasta-esque creatures, and it's like, yeah, that's okay, because it reminds me of, uh, you know, something I once liked, and it's been so long since I've seen that. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but...
2: It does it in such a good way, too, that it feels unique.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Some of the uh, the fake out scenes that I wanted to mention, like that 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 scene with that one patient who is kind of like talking to himself and saying like things are gonna be okay. And then he kind of switches to things aren't gonna be okay. You know who I'm talking about.
2: The one that said everybody's dying or everybody dies.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And they get that cool fake out scene where she actually goes into the hospital that she is on leave from. We we are kind of going backwards through the movie, but uh, earlier on, she gets uh, put into like she gets put on leave because she is apparently traumatized because this one of her patients killed herself in front of her, and she sneaks back into the the facility. To pretty much kill herself in front of this patient to pass the curse on to him. <laughs> and
2: well, I think she was more so doing what the um what that guy in prison did. Cause she like lured the I
1: don't know if
2: it was intentional, but the her boss ends up coming in. So she's like, Oh, I'm about to just pass the curse to him. Oh okay. I don't know if she did that as like a stir of the because he walked in or if she just literally
1: planned on Yeah, she she kills her boss, doesn't she? Is that what it No, is? she killed the um no, she
2: killed the patient in front of him.
0: Oh, okay, so she kills the patient to pass it on to the boss is what you're saying. Mhm. Okay. But yeah, I I was confused as to what his deal was cuz I I don't really they they kind of hype him up to be this character that's important to the plot but then he's not
1: <laughs>
2: you yeah, he just in like three small scenes
0: yeah and the, the creature like does these fake out things uh, where yeah it, it is revealed that when she does go into the hospital to kill him uh, it's revealed that she's still actually sitting in the car so it's like mm-hmm. I guess it's like things that she's thinking about doing maybe
2: yeah. It was like this trippy that trippy scene when she's killing him and then he starts laughing and then her boss like rips his face off. Okay, yeah. I was like, Oh that scene was so great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, all that stuff. Yeah, you are right. It is great.
2: <laughs> um And then another thing with that um patient. I liked when we saw this in the um teaser trailer and pretty much everything after that where she walks by the room and he's smiling. Yeah. And then turns out that he was actually asleep and that was this creature pretending to be him. Yeah, I did like that too. It, it, she called security. I mean, it's not funny, but <laughs> she called security on on him and they just like attack him and wrestle him to the ground, but he was sleeping.
0: Yeah, so it's like they just attack this poor mental patient for <laughs> no reason. And- yeah. And that's why she gets put on leave because it's like I guess her boss is like this guy has showed no signs of being violent in the past and just got him attacked by security.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it isn't funny at all, but I mean Yeah. The fact that it's it's, it's face-
2: just like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> like,
0: like it's a it's a movie, so we can laugh at it. But yeah, the, yeah. the like if that happened in real life and a in a nurse um wrongly gets a mental patient attacked like that isn't that is a, <laughs> that is a big problem
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: um other great scene is a scene with her therapist because
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, i guess her her boyfriend gets the therapist involved right yeah and then, like after she has her break and everything she uh I'm sorry. The uh, uh, the therapist ends up showing up to her house, and like the whole time, I'm getting like weird vibes. And it it's done so well because you get the vibe that something's wrong, but it's like mm-hmm. the therapist is also playing it off like very legitimately. So it's like, you know, maybe this is legit. And then she gets a phone call. It's her therapist on the phone, so mm-hmm. the person with her is revealed to be the creature and not her therapist so that's that's done very um that's done very good as well
2: and, you know they did that um what I think three times in the movie we just mentioned two of them with her going to kill the patient and then her therapist coming in, and then with the security alarm going off and them calling her on the phone.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one too.
2: Yeah, eat it. Fold me, all three times. <laughs> it's like you should expect it after the first time, but no.
1: The the one because
2: they're each each seems so different.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they keep it. Um, what we said earlier, they keep the the creature fresh. Like almost every time it makes an appearance. So it's like you, you're you pretty much not expecting it. And, uh-huh. and that scene where she's going to bed. It's like we see the, the doorway. And it, yeah. it's almost like Barbarian where you're like waiting for your eyes to adjust to see something there. But you you uh-huh. actually don't see anything in that doorway. But it, but it's like calling for her. And then she turns around and it's like, well, there's nothing I could do. I just got to deal, deal with it for tonight. And mm-hmm. she, she turns around and, and you just see the girl standing behind her, smiling. It's uh, it, it, it's so unsettling because, uh, like I said, it, it it does kind of remind me of being a child, and it's like you're ignoring
1: the monsters in the room at night. Yeah, yeah. They just it's like a lot of you know childhood fears
2: and stuff. Yeah.
0: Um. The the one thing that it didn't really get me because it was in the trailer is after she goes to see her sister, uh, they have like an estranged relationship,
1: um, uh-huh.
0: which gets even more strained by something we're going to talk about in in a minute. Um, <laughs> like she like she she has this fight with her sister, and then she goes to the car, and it's like oh, this is the scene where uh, the girl runs out of the house and her. Head is upside down from the window and everything. In
2: yeah, this would have been the fourth fake out. And mm-hmm. if they would not have shown it in the trailer, <laughs> I definitely would have jumped at it.
0: Yeah, it 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 might be the scariest part of the movie if it wasn't in the trailer.
2: Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that I just saw that one teaser, or they just released that one teaser, and maybe you know, like a small extended trailer. But they should have kept a lot of it out of the movie or out of the trailer.
0: Honestly, if if I even seen people smiling at the baseball games <laughs> and on good on Good Morning America, <clears throat> smiling yeah. in the background like that would have been enough. Um. Somebody pointed it out on our Instagram. We were at Santa Maria After Dark on Instagram. Uh, somebody pointed it out that <laughs> that um. This might start a, a bad trend of companies buying out the lower sections of baseball games and stuff, which I hope is not the case. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, they, it, it it is very cheap marketing because it's like you just got to pay a couple hundred dollars to get uh, seats behind home plate and just send someone to the game to smile. So it, it is very
1: cheap. That's che- kind of brilliant. Very cheap too. marketing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is very cheap marketing. And. Yeah, I feel like that might have been all that I needed to see to get myself to uh-huh. go see this movie.
2: Um, like imagine that stuff, and then that small teaser that they showed when we saw um, what was we saw. I don't know. I don't remember what we saw, but it was like so out uh, Top Gun, and they okay. showed that small teaser.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I was gonna say they did because this is a Paramount movie, like Top Gun. Uh yeah and they put something very small in front of Top Gun Because um, <clears throat> I guess this was supposed to be a movie that went straight to Paramount plus
2: hmm
0: and I guess the studios were like, Oh, this is actually <laughs> um
2: picking up traction everybody's <laughs> <laughs> exciting
0: well i mean i I think on a script level, this could have went very bad um but mm-hmm. i think I think the directing behind it is. saved it you know because
2: especially being based off of a short film because you know we saw that with lights out too
0: yeah and and the short film for lights out is very unsettling yeah it like in my opinion it didn't translate as well to a film even though that that film was only like 80 something minutes
2: yeah it's a good movie it's um yeah it's short it's an easy watch.
0: Like, they turned this short film into almost two hours, and it works. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a script level. Like, this might not... They might not have had a lot of confidence in this, and they're like, yeah, this is just going to be a cheap horror film we're going to make, and we're just going to throw it on the Paramount Plus and see what happens. But... Yeah, I mean, especially with the ending, like, and the success that this is getting, like, on a $17 million budget, it already made $54 million. So I would not be surprised to see this branch off into more. Not that I think it
1: should or anything. Um,
2: mm-hmm. It's
1: almost set up for a
2: sequel. They don't really need to make it, but...
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I, I don't know.
0: I would welcome a sequel. I feel like the same director might have to be behind it because.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like movies like It Follows, too, like you need proper people to make that. Or it could easily turn into something like Truth or Dare.
1: hmm. Where it's just like. Fun movie as opposed to something that's actually good. You know what I mean? That's
2: um, what I'd be afraid of. I did like Truth or Dare, but I wouldn't want a smile sequel to feel more like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, because
0: It Follows made a bunch of money, too, and that never spawned a sequel for some reason. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't as successful. Well, I mean, I, I guess percentage-wise, it might have been more successful, because the budget for It Follows was $1.3 and it made $23 million in the box office. Mm. Um smile had the budget of 17 and currently made 54. And you No, know, I'm I'm sure pe- more people will be going to see this um because it's a horror film and it's October. Yeah. Um Yeah.
2: Yeah, they picked like literally the perfect time to release it.
0: Yeah, it it it's almost like the perfect storm pretty much that made this successful, like the the right director being behind it, uh-huh. and the um like the 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 release date. So, um,
1: yeah. So there is a um uh, a scene where a cat uh, is killed.
0: So, <laughs> um, I know a lot of people feel.
2: Oh, the yeah, off, the cat off screen.
0: Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people feel kind of, um, you know, turned off by animals being killed in movies. Um, yeah, we we don't see it killed or anything.
2: You, it's like the way that whole scene played out. You don't even have time to mourn or worry about the
1: cat because it's like it's so much going on at once. Yeah. Well, you, you don't see the cat, I don't think, do you?
2: Yeah. Well, he picks it up out of the box. Okay. Well, I guess we could explain what happens. You, you, don't, you and don't. you know,
0: you don't get like a, you know, a full on view of a dead cat or anything. So
2: it's not like Michael Myers stabbing a dog.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Go ahead.
2: So, and I I said this to you I think last week, but when you're watching something and something so like crazy happens you're like oh this has to be a dream sequence because there's no way that this is happening to that character and they put it in the plot yeah but she goes to her nephew's birthday party and
0: and, and, and they plant the seeds of this very well because before that they're like, yeah. they're like oh the, like, our, our cat is missing I forget its name, but it's like, oh, the cat's...
1: Mustache. Yeah,
0: they're like, (laughs) Mustache is missing.
2: Yeah, the way that happens is cool, too, because the cat goes missing when when the um, fake-out with the phone call. And she thinks somebody's in the house, like, burglar. And then the creature calls on the phone first. So she's already like, panicked. Yeah. Then the cat goes missing during all that, but... When her nephew opens her birthday present, we find out that the cat, the dead cat was wrapped up instead of this train set. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, there's no way this is really happening.
0: (laughs) Which, I mean, it doesn't necessarily make sense, because I don't understand how this creature is suddenly able to wrap gifts.
1: (laughs) I think she did it. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But it was like
2: she didn't realize it because I think she killed the cat by accident when
1: she was going through the um, possible burglar. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's possible.
2: (laughs) I told you, I think she accidentally killed the cat. But so much was going on in that scene because there's the smiling lady at the party
1: yeah, it's like there's... And every,
2: everybody's staring at her, including the creature, and she can see she's the only one that sees it. This was, like, her... close to her breaking point, too.
0: Yeah, because, like, to everybody else, there's just an empty chair, but, she, yeah. but yeah, she's the only one She's, that
2: she's mourning it. her cat, everybody thinks she's insane, and she sees this creature, and then she falls
1: through the glass table. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And gets, like destroyed by it. Yeah, I forgot about there's that. There's all these deep cuts. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, that's
2: very, um...
0: Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of stuff going on, and it's like, they would not <laughs> really make this person go through all that. This has to be fake. <laughs> and then it's not.
2: <laughs> the one time I wanted it to be a fake, out, it wasn't.
0: And it, it it it's weird because it's like she um like her her sister kind of is like disowns her for a, uh-huh. like halfway <laughs> because yeah because it's like you traumatized my son but I'll still let you on the porch to my house and we can talk Never gonna get a, uh-huh. then we're gonna get in a fight again but it's like if you traumatized my son and gave him your dead cat <laughs> for his birthday. Like <laughs> I'm getting a restraining order against you. you're not allowed here.
2: <laughs> see, I'm probably never gonna um wrap presents <laughs> <laughs> after seeing this movie. Everybody's in gift bags because I'd be afraid that I'm accidentally wrapping something sinister <laughs> I got I got, no.
0: <laughs> I got oh i I wrapped that I wrapped that toy, and my cat went missing uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, because it, it's even a surprise to her, because obviously yeah. she wasn't in the right state of mind to um, know, know that she was killing the cats. Yeah, So yeah, it it does work, and yeah,
2: I because uh... she she dropped the glass at that point too, and there's like all the setups were there. We just didn't see it happen because so much was going on, mm-hmm.
1: and that scene too. Yeah, yeah, it's um. Yeah, it, 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 it's very well done. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I don't know how much more I have to say
0: about this thing, but yeah, it is. Uh, I think I'm liking this movie more as we're talking about
1: it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I saw it twice. Oh, you did? Okay. I only saw it once. Mm-hmm. Just like I saw Barbarian. I saw Barbarian three times,
2: and I saw Smile twice. I think both of them still
1: hold up. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was worried about. Um, Like, Barbarian,
0: I was worried about it not holding up once you know all the surprises, but...
1: Mm -hmm. I think I like Smile a little better. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Probably just
2: because I think that one's a little bit scarier.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: I think I might. Well, I think I. I know I'd like Barbarian more. Um, that's one of my favorite movies of the year. So, but yeah, I, I do like this um, more now that we're talking about it. Unlike Don't Worry, Darling, where it's like the more you talk about it, the less you like it. <laughs> 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 you can kind of break it apart.
1: And well, I, I still, I still like that. <laughs>
0: to, to each their own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't really know how much more I have to say about this without being a dead horse, but yeah, it is great. Um, I'm very interested to see where the career of uh, Parker Finn goes. And uh-huh. you know, it's like I said, it's it's good that we have uh, we we seemingly have a very large group of like young directors. Who are, uh, you know, just starting out and releasing, like,
2: good movies. And then they know how to do good horror. There's that one guy, too, that did the um, that YouTube series.
1: Um, I'm not sure who you're talking about.
2: Oh, I can't remember what it was. But I sent you the video and you said it was creepy. And then you watched it late at night, too.
0: Oh, the um, Mandela catalog?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that guy did all that stuff. I think he's only like eighteen. Yeah, he is. Um So I would like Hopefully he does like movies one day. I think he would do a good horror movie.
0: That's what happened with uh Marble Hornets, because th- those things are called like RGs, I think is what they're called. Um and uh uh What's the word? Something horror. I forget what it is, but it's like analog horror is what it's called.
1: Um, mm-hmm. uh, Mar-
0: Marble Marblehorn, It started that in like 2009, and that was one of the big uh, the big things that got Slender Man popular. And yeah. eventually, that led to um, you know, Slender Man becoming this phenomenon and Different Slender Man movies. Um
2: yeah, that's not a movie that I'm never gonna see again in life.
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking about um the movie uh Always Watching, Marble Hornet story. Well
2: yeah yeah, that that one was good.
0: Like that one's actually decent, even though they don't call him the Slender Man, he's the operator. hmm um, Yeah, that one's actually like Yeah, like YouTubers doing short films and whatever growing into
1: this um, this massive, you know, being able to make big movies is what, um, something cool that's happening, I guess. Um, uh-huh. that's my train of thought. I was going to say something else. Um, I totally forget. It's gone. Um <laughs> Oh, um,
0: with the, the, the Plunderman being called the operator. Um, I don't think they say it in the movie. In the new Hellraiser movie, technically Pinhead is called the priest. Um, oh, okay. You don't call her that in the movie at all, but in the credits she is the priest. Not Pinhead, which I thought was interesting cuz I don't think the original one is called the
1: priest at all. Um. I just thought that was something unique. <laughs> I'm going to watch that soon.
2: Before I forget about it and just let it, let it leave.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's my favorite
0: Hellraiser movie, almost by default. But
2: how, how many of those have you seen?
0: I have seen three. I've seen one and two. I like
1: them. I saw the remake and thought it was pretty good. So
2: I literally only saw the first one.
1: Yeah, just stop at that. Well, I mean, watch the remake,
0: but. As far as the original series goes, oh. I don't think we're missing anything by not not having delved through that franchise.
2: And um, it's funny because we were actually going to a couple years ago.
0: And yeah, that that was going to be a podcast series. That would have been something to do this year to lead up to the remake.
2: But but no.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that didn't happen. Um,
1: as that the franchise and Jeepers Creepers franchise that. We don't need, yeah, yeah. We don't. Uh, Just awful. Yeah, we don't need to delve through.
0: <laughs> we don't need to delve through that franchise either. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. So, do you have anything else about Smile? I think the other thing that is scary about
2: it is I don't know if we really talked about it too much, but there's really no way out of it.
1: No, I don't think so. like
2: Like, there's no way. There's The only two ways of getting out of the situation is letting it take over you, and then that means you kill yourself. Right. Which happened to 19 people, or the one person that actually did skip over it. You have to kill somebody brutally. He said you have to make it look good and violent. And you have to have a witness there to see it.
0: Yeah, pretty much go out in public with like a chainsaw or something. <laughs> Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you go to prison. So I mean
2: Yeah. There's So those are the only ways to defeat it.
0: I I do like that scene where she goes to um talk to that guy in prison and mm-hmm. and she um she acts as if her friend is, has this curse. And yeah. And the guy is like, you need to kill somebody brutally or kill yourself. And then she's like, I'm, I can't kill anybody. And then he like realizes that she has it
1: and he just like loses it. And. You know, says like, like, why would you come here? And
0: things like that. So the, I think that's great too. Yeah. That he like snaps when she realizes that he has it. Or he snaps when she, when he realizes she has it. And then he, um, you know, it's like, why would you, would you come here? You can't give this thing to me again. So.
1: Yeah. And he's like freaking out. I I love that too. Yeah. I think that will, uh, Do it on Smile if you're done? I was looking up
2: on eBay. I was looking for, like, see if they had shirts or something. I don't know if this is official, but there's, like, this toothbrush and dental floss thing with the Smile logo on it. Uh, It might have been, like, promotional. Yeah. And it comes with one of those, um, you know, like, a photo booth thing. Where you, like, hold hold something to your face. Oh, yeah. It comes with a smile.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's, like, $30 for the starting bid.
1: <clears throat> oh, I wish the movie
2: theater would have done that. <laughs> yeah, but... How that... about toothbrushes with the word smile on it? See, I think the marketing so good for this movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with... Um... I mean, I'm fine with a studio taking a seat at a baseball game or something. Um, Mm -hmm. Hopefully it doesn't lead to, like, Marvel buying out, like...
2: The stadium. (laughs) on One half. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because you could see that happening. Or Disney. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want things like that. But I'm fine with, like, you know, Paramount sending people out to go sit at baseball games and just smile. Like, that's... I don't even think they promoted it. It's like they kind of just sent these people there and just let people talk about it.
2: Yeah,
0: they didn't promote that their people were going there. They just kind of sent them out, and it's like we'll we'll let um let the casual people uh, figure this out and talk about it.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. So and uh, it definitely gained traction on Twitter, so it worked. Yeah. All right. So um, I think we're done with Smile. Uh, would you mm-hmm. Would you like to uh, jump into our weekly recommendations? Um, yeah. It's time to recommend some things you and me were recommending. Alright. I know we just did this a couple days ago, so... Mm-hmm. What you've seen since then?
2: I might as well just throw out one of my um, movies I watched this
1: month. Okay, I'm going to recommend The Long Night. It's like this lower budget horror movie about a couple going
2: on vacation to this country country plantation house because she's looking for her biological parents. Well, I guess the guy that's hosting the house has the answers and turns out that there is a cult that lives in the area.
1: Mm-hmm. And she was brought there to fulfill a, an apocalyptic prophecy. Okay. Yeah, I uh now, Taylor Compton <clears throat> isn't it? Yeah, she's the lead. Yeah, I
2: it's always nice to see her doing horror.
1: I I put
0: that on one night, fell asleep, and I kept waking up to just hearing Scout Taylor Compton scream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, there's a scene where she was limping around through the woods, and I was like, "Halloween 2. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: okay, yeah, I, I do want to check that out eventually. I just haven't got around to it. Um. Yeah, it's an average movie. Don't expect too much brilliance out of it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so before my recommendation, um, I would like to point out that Bill Skarsgård is still in uh, Nosferatu. Um. Nicholas Holt is um in it. He is replacing Harry Styles in that
1: movie. Uh, mm. not Bill Skarsgård. So Bill Skarsgård is still in it. Um. Good. As far as I know.
0: Um, I don't know if you misread it or something, but yeah, he he uh, Bill Skarsgard is still in it.
1: And so is um um yeah, Nicholas Holt is still in it,
2: so. Um Okay, good.
0: Yeah, as, as far as I know, Bill Skarsgard is still in it. I don't know how long that is going to last, but the headline says that he's gonna star alongside um Will Skarsgård, and uh, mm. Lily Rose, Rose Depp. Um, he is in the movie um, The Menu with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. So maybe he...
2: Oh yeah, that's coming out next month.
0: Yeah, I do want to see that. Uh, he's in Mad Max Fury Road and The Favourite and Deadpool 2 and things like that. So...
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really... I like much of him, but yeah, he
0: he's in it. So he is not the Bill Scarsgard is still in it as far as
1: as far as I know. So um
0: well hopefully, Thank God. hopefully if uh <laughs> you heard us say that he wasn't in the movie, you listened this far into the podcast and now you know that he's still <laughs> in the movie. So I'll just drop in and put a disclaimer in front of <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of us talking about that <laughs> be like upon...
2: this is Jeremy from the future we actually found out that he is still in it <laughs> upon,
0: <laughs> upon further uh, research <laughs> uh, I discovered oh. that Bill Skarsgård is still in Nosferatu <clears throat>
1: um, alright so
0: I'm going to recommend the movie um, Dead and Buried uh, it's from 1981 it's um So I mean it, it it's in the same vein as like Halloween 3 and inva- invasion uh-huh. of the body snatchers um like I guess this town is being like investigated because people are coming to the town as tourists and they're being killed and disappearing and then the corpses come back to life and then they live normally amongst the, um, town, so, yeah, it's, like, in the same vein as, like, Halloween 3 and Invasion of the Body Snatchers, okay. um, where it's, like, this,
1: you know, Santa Mira is kind of, like, this weird town, um, yeah, you know, kind of like that, so,
0: yeah, it's called Dead and Buried, I don't, I don't want to spoil it too much, because, might be a future episode someday because I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's on Shudder and like AMC Plus. I think it's on Prime or something like that too, or Peacock or something. Peacock actually has a very good
1: uh horror catalog. If you haven't seen it, yeah, yeah, watch People Under the Stairs on there. Oh yeah, that movie's great too. Um, yeah, so uh, do you have anything else for this episode? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about next week on this uh, fine program? What are we
2: talking about next week? Halloween.
0: Yes. Um, so we are still putting out the Halloween episode on Friday, but I have these episodes on a schedule to where they go live at uh, 3 a.m. Eastern time.
2: Mm. The witching hour. <laughs> yeah. But,
0: uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that one will be up uh, later in the day on Friday. Um,
2: Not the witching hour.
0: Yeah, that one will be probably toward the afternoon on Friday, but it'll still be up that day. Um, we'll be doing Halloween 2018 next Friday, and then two days after that, we'll be, be putting out a new episode on... Uh, Halloween ends so
2: that'll be fun to finally see that
0: we will have covered um, all three
2: the whole collection
0: all three of the new Halloween uh, trilogy Um, yeah hopefully it's good because the first two were actually good
1: so yeah trying to keep my expectations low because my um
2: expectations are as high as ever. Oh, are they? <laughs> I'm probably about to be it's either gonna be hit or miss. My ex- expectations were so high when we saw Halloween Kills and then when they showed that flashback scene, I was like, This is my um This is my Marvel movie. And this is how <laughs> the comic book fans <laughs> <Yeah>. feel.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then when Loomis came in, I was like Yep, that's how. Um, that's how they felt when Thor appeared,
1: <laughs> or something. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense.
2: <laughs> so my expectations are still high.
0: Yeah, I, I'm cautiously optimistic because um, the plot description has not been to my liking, but we'll see.
1: It's like. They, it's almost like
2: Halloween three thousand vibes—the movie that never happened—and I kind of wanted that to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm perfectly fine with I'm, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with them trying new things because there, there's yeah. been, yeah, you know, seven previous movies just in the original franchise of, of mm-hmm. just Michael Myers killing people with like,
2: as long as they don't do a Halloween resurrection.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, 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 what they, what, what they tried there <laughs> did not work, obviously, but that, that yeah. was dead on arrival because that's just a bad idea to begin with.
1: Um, uh huh.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, next week we'll be back with Halloween 2018, and then Halloween ends. Uh so you can follow us on Instagram at SantaMiraAfterDark. You can follow us on Twitter at SantaMiraADPod. And through there, you can find our personal uh, social media accounts. And until next time, I'm Jeremy.
2: I'm Stephen, and curfew is now in session.
1: t